This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to share a word with your peoples, ask you to move in a special way that I may say something that may cause someone to draw closer to thee than to do that which you would have them to do. We thank you for what you're going to do. I ask you to bless me that I decrease and you increase. And I praise you, God, that somebody will know and will have a direction in their lives. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ name I pray. Amen and amen. I tell you what, we thank God for you, you, and especially for you joining us this day. Amen. Amen. It is a blessing. You know why it's a blessing? Because you are able to hear because you have a mind to hear. Amen. That in itself is a blessing. Not only that you have a mind to hear, but God is giving you a conviction of some things. Now, on last week, last week we was dealing with Christ's dicta. Uh, the scripture says uh, he did not come to destroy the law or the prophet but to fulfill. And as I was saying, I got a couple of phone calls. I really, um, somebody was saying they took one of the commandments and they renamed it. They call it, it's lawful to do good uh, day. And that's adding to the scripture. That's not what that was saying. And because that's not what that was saying, then we have to uh, go and stick with it. So, again, uh, after I got the phone call, I don't try to go against this preacher, that preacher. I let him preach whatever he want to preach, and I preach what God gives me. I'm no expert in nothing of the Lord. I'm sorry. I wish I was like some of you, but I'm not. And, I, 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 and I'm not complaining because I'm thankful that I'm able to come forth 
to bring the word of God according to how he give it to me. And those that he's given it to me to bring to others, guess what? I know that it was in God's will, God's plan, God's chain. We are connecting. And I'm getting you where you should be, and I'm going where I should be. It's just that simple. And the reason I'm getting where uh, I should be and getting you where you should be is because the Lord does not do things by accident. We believe that because we're dealing with the flesh. But it's not by accident. It is God's will, God's plan in order for you to be obedient and re- reap the benefits of what God got. And, and a lot of things that we do, we're doing it because people's not made a conviction. Now, that's one thing. I don't care about somebody saying, Brother Ware is hard-headed. Brother Ware is stubborn. Brother, where is this? When it come to the word, when it come to the word, I cannot deviate from that except you show me a better word. You show me a better word, then I'll take your word and I'll pray over it and ask God to give me an understanding. But I don't be moved. I'm sorry. I can't. And I'll tell you uh, not to be moved by anything that God has given me except, except the Spirit of God convicted you. Now, last week, I was basically dealing with the Ten Commandments. And the reason I was dealing with the Ten Commandments, uh, because when you go in one of them and pull out one, then you get in trouble. You want to justify one commandment, but you want to, you want to, You want to, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. You want to justify others, but you want to condemn one. And when you do that, that brings about a confusion. It's not to say, to make the people say what you are saying. Maybe God did minister. Uh, I can't, who am I to say what what the Most High told you? But I know that he has given us the scripture. You say, but brother, well, the scripture got error in it, and this, and and if you've been reading it for a while, you should know. But it got enough for you to be saved and for you to live right. I will say that, cause I'm doing the same. I'm saved and I'm living right. I know all you religious deep uh, people. Well, you ain't saved until the very end, brother. Well, yeah, but but the scripture t- teaches me that I work out my own salvation with fear and trembling. I am a seed that was planted to bring forth fruit. So since I was a seed to bring forth fruit, I'm not going to let no weeds pull me down. I'm not going to let no rock I'm sold on uh, shallow soil to, to disrupt me. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let no, the, the heat come and, and I'm going to whistle away. No, no. I'm standing by the mercy and the goodness of God, by the grace of God. I was saved by the grace of God. I was called into the ministry by his grace. 
And anything that you're doing by God, believers, uh, so-called Christians, so-called whoever, whatever, you got to do it not according to uh, you being an expert. It's God's mercy, God's goodness. Too many people's trying to get that. They're trying to establish this denomination and that denomination. Look around you, brothers and sisters. Denominations fade. The leaders fade. They leave here. They, they, and once they leave here, then guess what? The people divide. So as it is with your natural thing. You, you work hard. You get your money. You get your houses, your this, your that. And all of a sudden, death walk in. And then your own family get divided. The brothers and sisters, the uncles and aunts, the, all them just get totally out of order. Why? Simply because of the fact that they had a mindset that wants something that you done worked and scuffled for and you done sacrificed. What you're saying, Brother Ware, I'm saying this. It ain't about others. It's about you being obedient to God. Now, as I told you on last week, I'm not teaching anyone that the commandments of God is salvation, but you can lose out because you, uh, the commandments of God makes you aware of sin in your life. Apart from the law, there is no sin. That's just like the road. Apart from the road, that, uh, with the line on the road, there is no road. There is no speed limit. Uh, when you don't have speed signs on the road. So I'm coming with that. But but this time, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going a little deeper. I, I know I got stuck on trying to get you to understand that this thing was written with God's finger. The finger of God was written. Not only did he write it with his finger, when Moses went and wind up getting upset and breaking it, God said, hold up, hold up, no, 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 I got to have it written back down with my finger. So you go and hew out me some stone, Moses, and tablets and bring, tablets of stone and come back up to the mountain another 40 days. Now, he had waited up there 40 days without eating and drinking and so on and so on, but he had to go back up there another 40 days to get it done again. Now, I, I, I gave you the scripture last week. You can find that in uh, Exodus, the 34th uh, the chapter. Now, when the Ark of the Covenant was built, believers, Aaron Rod was put in there, but here's what else was put in there. The, tab the tablets of stone, the commandments of Oh God, that he written according to the scripture, he written with his own finger. And there's nowhere that God ever said, and, I, and, I, and again, I read to you, I believe I did, in a way, in the numbers, that how that God is not. Uh, if I didn't, I might all read it again since, since it's been another day, you might, might miss it. Uh, 23, 19, here's what it say. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. 
has he said it, and it shall he uh, not do it, or have he spoke it, and shall he not make it good? Okay? I, I, that's Numbers twenty three nineteen. Now listen, I'm say, I said that to get to our point for today. Our point for today is to come give you part two. Uh, Jesus did not come to destroy the law or the prophet, but to fulfill. And anything, as I said it, if I build a foundation on a house, and if the foundation is built, guess what? I don't do nothing but build on that foundation that was built. I don't keep building foundations, foundation after foundation. Now, let me let me say this. A lot of you don't listen to man's doctrine of the commandments. See, that's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. They listened to man's doctrine, so they made the commandments of God so hard because they, just like you got a constitutional uh Thing they wrote so much from them to they they didn't want to accept it themselves, uh, even though uh, when it was written that all men was created equal. Listen, they weren't talking about the black man, the yellow man, the red man. No, 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 no. They was talking about the Caucasian when they written that, and they were saying we all are created equal. But guess what? It was other men's. It was the yellow man, the red man, the black man. So guess what? We use their own book, their own uh, tab, and say, look, you the one wrote it. So if you wrote it and it said uh, that you must uh, honor what you wrote because you said that all men's are created equal and you don't want to treat me equal, we got a problem here. So as it is with the commandments of God. It was written in order for all men, not just the Jew. Uh, if you remember on last week, I showed you that it wasn't, it was a, first of all, it was a mixed multitude that come out. But the, the commandments of God, I gave scripture showing you about the commandments of God even before he written it when he was training them to see whether they would obey, when it was raining down bread from heaven, when it was doing those things, they was in training. And guess what? It just wasn't no Jews. No, ma'am, no, sir. Read the scripture. The Bible told us at that time it was what? A mixed multitude that came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, read it when you get a chance. Uh, in around the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus, it'll tell you that it just wasn't the Jews. We are, if the Jews, that, that's the Jews' uh, law. That ain't a Gentile, that ain't this, that, no, no, no. Everybody had came to Egypt because they was running out of food. They didn't have, so they sold them the, the things that they could, and after a while they sold themselves in order to uh, become a servant while they can survive. And, and it was a mixed multitude that came out. So those mixed multitudes, they came out, but they didn't know 
what God people know. Now, the problem is when we come out of sin, believers, that's just like coming out of Egypt. And when you come out of sin, you have to do what? You have to retrain yourself. You have to, the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you can prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You got to not to be according to the world. You got to look at it where it says, love not the world. First John the second chapter 15 verse, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. But see, uh, and then Jesus told us, let me read that start. I should have been a reader, but I'm going to read it now. Uh, the 15th chapter of the book of, uh, I said 15, I'm sorry, 5th chapter in the 17th verse. It says, think I'm not come to destroy the law or the prophet. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto thee, heaven until heaven and earth pass away. Not one jot nor one tiller shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. And whosoever therefore shall take and break one of the least commandments is shall be guilt shall and shall teach men so. He shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. And uh, and now hold up. Let me let me let me go. I'm trying to do two or three things at one time. I let me catch you on this right quick. Now, we got that so mixed up. And then we get mixed up because some like I say, some preachers, they only preaching what they heard from another preacher preach. I, I'm not condemning, I'm not I'm not trying to condemn them and uplift myself, but a lot of the preachers, believers, they are not being led of the Lord. They are led of what somebody else done taught them. So because somebody else done taught them and 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 they rip and run on that, they never seek and ask God, give me an understanding. Lord, I need to know what would you have me to do on this particular scripture. But it just sound good. See, just like we got it, it sound good that I need to go to church. It sound good on a Sunday morning and pay my tithes because if I don't pay my tithes, God ain't going to bless me. Now, they don't look at the fact that they was blessed way before they even got in the church. They didn't look at that. No, they couldn't see that for because he done blinded their minds to thinking that way. So, but anyway, here's what happened. They go, the preachers go, and uh, they get the scriptures. And they grab hold to one scripture, and they say, Well, Brother Ware, you must be a red, and I'm reading it now for you. In, in uh, Colossians, the second chapter and the 14th verse blotted out the handwriting of the ordinance, the ordinance, I'm just not pronouncing it correct, ordinance, ordinance that was against us, 
which was contrary to us and took it out the way and nailed it to the cross. Now, it seems like it's saying that God took the law and nailed that to the cross. Now, guess what? He did, but it wasn't the commandment. It wasn't the law of God because I can go, I'm, and I'm going to give you some scripture to validate. He does not uh, contradict himself. Now, here's the problem. We got to understand what law. Do a little reference, run references so that you can get an understanding of the scripture. So we take that, yeah, you know, nail it to the cross, nail it to the cross. And that sounds good. That's, uh, uh, and because he heard that scripture and took it out of, the, out of context, then they go from pillar to post telling everybody, we ain't got to worry about the commandment. But I tell you what, you go and steal something from them. Brother, you going to hell because you stealing. And the Bible says, thou shalt not steal. You know, and I can go all the way through every one of the commandments. If you did it to him or to her, I guarantee you they will be upset and, and they will say you're breaking the law. But wait a minute. If it was nailed to the cross, then why would we worry about breaking it? We shouldn't. No, ma'am. No, sir. We shouldn't even worry about it because it's nailed to the cross. It, it was finished when Jesus said it was finished. No, but what it was, it was the Mosaic law. It was the laws of sacrificial. We had to do this and do that to be saved. We had to, believers. We had to do this. You had to bring a sacrifice off. They had to, for the shedding of the blood. But Christ died for your sins. Not because you asked him to. No, no, no. The Bible said when you were a sinner, he in turn did this. He sacrificed himself while you was a sinner, while you was uh, going contrary to the will of God, while you was doing this and doing that. And you know why? Because he loved you. The scripture says by grace, nothing else. So it wasn't what Brother Ware could do, as I told you on last week. No, it, the commandments don't say you. But I tell you what, you, you ignore them and you go against them, you can lose out. Oh, yeah, you can lose out. Romans, uh, I know you're familiar with it, but I'm going to read it anyhow uh, before we go on break. After that, then I'll come back and give you some more script. It says, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. God called you according to his, his purpose, not your purpose. That, and then he went on to say, for whom he did foreknew, he also predestinated that they might be first fruit of many brethren. And moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Whom he called, them he also 
justified. Do you hear that? He also justified. And whom he justified, guess what? One day you're going to be glorified. See, because when you go back, and the Bible tells us in, 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 uh, further that it was grace because of his grace. Nothing that you did, nothing that you did to discern it. We, we read that in Ephesians. Oh, yeah, we, we, we I read that two or three different places that it wasn't because of what you can do. He didn't say, James, well, you're breaking the commandment, so I don't think I need you in my family. I don't think I need to bring you. No, he didn't. He looked at my heart, and he saw that the things that I was doing, I was doing it because I was ignorant to his grace. And while I was ignorant, he says, you know what? I'm going to save you. I'm going to, as you see these people's getting hired now on their job. And when they get hired, uh, they got a time frame that they got to come in. They got a time frame that they get off. They got a time frame of whatever they got to do, whatever they're being hired for. Is you, do you have an understanding of that? Now, we can see this thing natural. Why are we bucking against it on the uh, unnatural, on the spiritual, I should say? But I'm going to go on break, and I'll be right back, and I promise you I'll get, I'm going to give you some scriptures to back up that the commandments of God is yet true. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God for you uh, joining us today. And please tell somebody about the broadcast. And don't forget to tell somebody about the crusade coming up uh, July the 30th and the 31st. Amen. And then we have, I'm going I'm to wait to the latter part of uh, this month to give you the line. I'm going to wait to July to give you the lineup with the different singers and the entertainment. Amen. I'm going to see, can I get some information on it? Play it on the air. You can hear it if the Lord say the same. But if not, please make preparation to meet me there. Please do that. Put it on your calendar. 
July the 30th and the 31st. I know you heard the announcement, but please put it on your calendar and let me meet you there. Those of you that said you was going to write, Brother Ware, sure would love to see you. All right? Now, I'm, this is part two. Part two, um, the scripture where Jesus said he didn't come to destroy the law but, uh, or the prophet, but to fulfill it. So we was talking. This is part two from last week. I had to come into part two because I didn't want to escape. Now, and it came from Matthew's, the fifth chapter, 16 through the 20th verse. Now, because I've said that, then the Bible said, uh, and I read earlier before I left, it was nailed to the cross, that something, the laws were nailed to the cross. And I told you, you can run reference and check it out. It wasn't the commandments because otherwise it would be contradicting itself. So I'm giving you scripture to validate you wouldn't even know what the law is because you don't have no guideline. Without having a guideline, believers, you don't know nothing. You don't know how to drive without somebody teaching you about driving. You don't know how to do this or do that without them uh, doing it, teaching you, okay? In the book of uh, First Epistle of John, First Epistle of John, the second chapter, and uh, we'll go with the third verse, second chapter, third verse. Listen at what it says. This is not Brother Ware. It's in your Bible. I'm just only reading it to you, all right? And hereby, we do know that we know him, okay? This is the indication that we know him. Here is that we uh, hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that says, I know him and keep his not, his commandments is a liar and his truth is not in him. Now, that's not, Brother Ware, I just read that. Now, they, you can fix it up, read it from your other Bible. It's still going to come out the same. You know what? You say you you know God, and you don't want no rules and regulations, basically. That's all it's saying. You don't want uh, to be subject to doing that which is right. And he said, if you know him, and yet you don't keep the commandment, you don't have love. See, the Bible says love covers a multitude of fault or sin. Love will do it. And that's why he said, and we'll get to that, he said, love God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and love thy neighbor as thyself. He said that these two commandments, them two, Fulfill the whole, whole duty of them. So what are you saying, Brother Ware? You're saying, as long as I'm loving God with all my heart, soul, body, mind. Yes, that's all Brother Ware saying. Brother Ware, but Brother Ware, you just told me that I had to do this and I had to keep this. and I had, But see, when you love, you automatically going to do it. You see? 
you saying what you uh, wait a minute now nah. that's confusing you confusing me brother where now listen that let's go back to it so you can see it listen at it for yourself okay Jesus said to him okay now let's go further let's go back up so we can know what we're talking about just one verse back up uh master which is the greatest commandment in the law. See, he wasn't concerned about that. He wanted to know which one is the greatest. Because if I do the greatest, I'm, I'm there. I'm in the house. And then here's what Jesus said to him. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul. And with all your mind, okay, that's the greatest. That's it. That's the first four commandments right there. I'm sorry if you can prove to Brother Ware that you can uh, break either one of the four and say you loving God with all your heart, soul, body, and mind, I'll prove that you are not telling the truth. I really would. Why? Because of the fact that there is no way that you loving something with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all every that's the inward, and you are not going to you're going to go against what he said. We're going to guess what he said and what he wrote. So the first four commandments is summed up with that. Then 38, it goes on to say, and this is the first and the greatest. Either Jesus lied, uh, didn't tell the truth, or some of you have the wrong interpretation about it, and you choose not to do the right thing. It says this, this is the first and the greatest commandment. And then it went on. He didn't stop there, still talking. He said, look, and the second one is like unto him, unto it. I'm sorry. The second one is likened unto it. Thy shall love thy neighbor as thyself. Guess what? He said in this, the, on these two commandments, Hang all of the law and uh, what profit? Oh, you know why he can say that? You tell me, how can you say you're loving your neighbor? You love him as you loving yourself. As you really done, you done giving yourself. He said, this is the first and the greatest. But then the second one is like unto this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Guess what? That take up the last six. Is you can show me how I can break the last six and, and yet be loving my neighbor as myself, then I'll repent and, and I will stay off the radio. Uh, and, and, and just stay home because some way, somehow, I've been deceived. And maybe, maybe I'm just, just maybe I'm missing it. 
But I'm sorry. I done searched it. I done checked it out. I done studied it. And I done seen. There's no way of those six commandments that you can say you loving somebody as you loving yourself. Now, I know some of you are, are mentally ill. And you don't like yourself. Okay? He loves you even more than that. What you mean mentally ill? You see, when a person going and doing things to their body, just outright to their body, there is a possibility that they are not in love with themselves. So if they are not in love with themselves, who am I to say that? The bottom line is we need to be in love with ourselves. And if you are in love with yourself, uh, then uh, that's that's not a, so. If you loving God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and He said you loving you love Him, then you loving yourself, and because you're loving yourself, you're not gonna do nothing to do wrong to yourself. If you're normal, now I have to say that if you're normal, uh, what I'm saying have the faculties of how to uh, manipulate. Uh, I mean. Uh, motivate yourself, okay? But anyway, I, I don't want to stay on that because I'm not a doctor. I'm just trying to tell you I haven't found what that one yet that says I love myself, I love you like I love myself, and you want to start chewing up your fingers and cussing and slapping yourself in the mouth. If you do that, they're going to put your hands in a, uh, a thing and going to tie you up because they know something is wrong. All right? Usually it's demon-possessed, but we call it something else now. Uh, now, as I was saying, let me, let me, let's get back to the word because i got a long ways to go and a short time to get there. I couldn't definitely couldn't finish it last week in a show trying to get through this week. All right? But since I'm in St. First uh, John, let me just turn over to the third chapter, just one chapter, the third chapter of uh, uh, First Epistle of John, and and I'll take around the fourth and the fifth verse. Listen what this says. Now again, this is not. I'm just reading it. Whosoever commits sin, ah. So when I want to know, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing how we do. They'll say, Brother Ware, do you think that's sin because I did A, B, C, D, E, F? <laughs> and I, my question always come back to them. What do you think? Well, I don't think it's sin. Well, why are we debating it then? What is the purpose for debating it? You know why we debating it? Because you got conviction and you got a problem within yourself. You really believe in yourself that you did something wrong. And because you did something wrong, then now you've got to find somebody so you can justify it, so you can make it feel right, okay? But the Bible said, uh, whosoever commits sin, okay? If you commit sin, transgress also the law. How do we know what sin is? The scripture goes and tells us. For sin is the transgression of the law. I don't even know what sin is apart from the law. I really don't. 
And because I don't know what it is, then guess what? I have to just uh, bank on being obedient to what the Lord is put in my spirit according to his word. The Bible says, and the tra- uh, for the sin is the transgression of the law. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. Let me tell you something. When you walk in the spirit, you fulfill the, the knowledge of Christ. But when you walk in the flesh and try to say, well, I don't see why I should do this and I should do it. You're right. You can't see. You know why? Because you are walking after the flesh. You see, uh, when Jesus dealt with it, when he was on uh, uh, ministering, when he was on the earth ministering to the people, and because he was ministering to them, he in turn had to deal with them. And the first time he dealt with them that, about this was in Mark. I know you don't heard me read it before, but it need to be read again. Let me go to it. Uh, Mark this uh, what the seventh chapter, and around the seventh verse says this: seven and seven. How be it? Listen, wait a minute. How be it? In vain do they worship me, teaching of doctrines and the commandments of men's, for laying aside the commandments of God. Now, hold up, hold up. I'm finna say something. Well, let me finish this. Then I'm going to say something. It's going to upset a lot of you, uh, Apricot, but I must be real. Okay, for laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold. No, no let me. Yeah, I'm going to finish reading that. For laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold the tradition of men as a washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. That night first is a killer. It says, and he said, uh, and he said unto them, Full well ye have rejected the commandments of God that ye may keep your own tradition. Now, what are you saying, Brother Will? I'm saying what we are doing, a lot of stuff that you are doing, my, my brothers, my sister, you are doing it. Now, I, I, I can give you a way out, yeah, you're doing it, but you're doing it according to tradition. Now, it might have been all right for my granddaddy, my great-granddaddy, to do it because they didn't have the knowledge that you have. My great grandma, I have a great uncle, and I told him I was finna go uh, fishing. And he said, boy, you don't need to go. That's the Lord's day. But his wife is old, too, but his wife happened to be raised in a, in a home where they honored the commandment. And she, in turn, was uh, trying to help me to show him how that Certain things on certain days, that's our personal conviction. It is not the scripture. It's okay if that's your personal conviction, but don't make it out of the Bible. When you make it out of the Bible, then that's what makes it wrong. See, when I say that God says, and I say 
the word says that this day is a holy day and it's Tuesday or it's Wednesday or it's Monday or it's Sunday or it's Thursday or it's Friday. No, none of them, none of them. But when we go back, remember on last week how I went back and read in Genesis how that God blessed it, sanctified it, and what? Made it holy. Not only did he bless it, he sanctified it. That means he cleaned that day up and he made it holy. Now, what I'm saying, it ain't the day, believers, but yet it is the day. Oh, Brother Webb, now sound like to me you, you double-talking. No, ma'am, no, sir, I'm not double-talking. I'm only saying this. It ain't about the day. It's about Christ. It's about him crucified, resurrected, and you being obedient. But just do what you do according to the conviction. Don't do what you do to change the word. Because when you change the word, then you're missing it. You have went off course. You done went your way, and there's no way you can regroup and come back. You're doing things that somebody else said it. It was a time that we did. We didn't have, the Bible says this, it was a time that God winked at your ignorance, now commanding all men to come to repentance. So now if he commanded you to come to repentance, because you know more now, you didn't know uh, back then. You didn't have an understanding. Your grandmama, your whoever raised you, didn't, they raised you according to the traditions of men. But don't put down the word of God. If you don't understand it, just leave it alone and say that I'm doing it. It's amazing how preachers get on here and they preach against the commandments of God. That's amazing to me. If I, don't, if I didn't understand it, then I need to leave it alone. Just preach what God given me. Don't tell me God giving you to preach against the commandments of God, and then lo and behold, I'm seeing vice versa. I'm seeing that sin is in your life, but yet you say you're called and you're chosen by God. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Believers, I'm not trying to put a burden on you. I'm not trying to get you to be in a position that you got to watch this and watch that. I'm just telling you, because you are a believer, because you are a so-called Christian, because you was say that God chose you for such a time as this, then guess what? You need to act accordingly. You cannot, you cannot condemn the word of God and make the word of God be right when it, you are wrong as two left shoes. No, ma'am, it's sad. And you're going to have to give an account, that's what the Bible tells me, of every thought, evil thought that come out of your mouth. You're going to have to give an account. So what I'm saying, I'm saying to you, it is amazing how that God done convict you of a certain thing. No, 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 no. It ain't about a church building. No, I'm not even talking about going to this church building or going to that. No, 
That's the problem right now. We, we, we caught up on things that we can see, not things that's invisible. And the invisible thing is what? That you have received Christ in spirit and in truth and walk there in it. It's sad when we can't walk in it. It's sad when we walk in, in to please this group, that group, when we're spending so much time and doing these things, and all of a sudden you being vexed within yourself because you know you wasn't real. You know you didn't tell them the truth about what God had convicted you and what you believe. More so uh, that the conviction that God has given you and not more so than what they were saying. You knew they was wrong. But you know, brother, where I just want to live peaceable with the folk. Let me tell you something. Living peaceable when they are on their way. See, the enemy don't take you down slow or uh, uh, fast, believe He takes you down slow. One little bit here, one little bit there, and one little bit here, and one little bit there, and pretty soon that person is not walking any way godly and you know why and they they're doing whatever they feel they're doing and say well we are all sinners and they justify but that's not right that's not good for you or for anybody else to do see the bible says here over here in romans right quick let me get to romans romans uh the seventh chapter See, they make it look like the commandments of God is sin. Come on, you done heard them. We ain't got to do that. We ain't. Why do that? Tell people what to do instead of telling them what not to do. They'll know that. Listen, uh, uh, you don't heard the illustration. You don't heard the, uh, the, the thing over and over. But guess what? It is not according to the, they don't teach you the bad uh, money in the bank. They just show you the good money. And that's what we need to do. Let's quit focusing on the bad stuff. Let's focus on what they need to do for the anointing of God to go forth. You know, I look at this thing like uh, John the Baptist did. John the Baptist said, it ain't about me. It ain't about me getting the glory. Matter of fact, it's about him that's following me, that, that I'm breaking the pathway for, I'm speaking for. But anyway, in Romans, the seventh chapter, the seventh verse said, What shall we say then? Shall uh, uh, say then? Is the law sin? Quit acting like the law is sin, believers. If you're born of God and you still acting like it's sin, God forbid. Nay, I have not known sin. But by the law, for I have not known lust except the law have said, Thou shalt not covet. Do you notice that we hold on to certain things? And you know why we hold on to them? Because we really want to be right in whatever we are doing. So we find stuff to fix it up, and we do these things, and it that's why in the church of all places, sister told me, where is the brothers that, that will help uh, a widower, uh, help uh, an un, un, unmarried woman 
that you can go to and get help without any strange attached. You know why it's not there? It's not there simply because the pastors are not teaching. They are covetous, so they're teaching their flock to be covetous. And if we're teaching the flock to be covenant, have covenants, we can forget about anything else. We can forget it, believers. There is no way that a church going to rise up, no ma'am, no sir, that it's going to rise up to help peoples because of uh, uh, they got the love of Christ. Not that they are rising up to get membership. It's all about let me grow. Let me get a few more people. Let me get a few more this and a few more that. That's where we are at. And that's the sad situation in order for us to say that we are peoples of God. The Bible say, look, uh, 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 nay, I wouldn't even know what lust was except the commandment say. I just read over there how that the commandment, uh, 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 we wouldn't know what sin was. It said, and, and then let me drop down to the uh, latter part because I'm running out, out of time. Uh, in the 12th verse, you can read the whole thing. I'm not trying to skip over. You can read the whole thing and say, Wherefore, the law is holy and the commandments are holy. Why are we acting like the law is not holy? Why are we acting like the law is not the right thing? The law is holy. The commandments is holy and just and good. That's what it's saying, not what Brother Ware's saying. Listen, when you go over to Revelation, because my time I ran out, I, 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 I wanted to give you some more. But, but in Revelation, you know you're familiar with it, Revelation 14, uh, 12. It's going to come up even after you're dead and you stand before God. 12 and say, here are the patient of the saint. Here are they. Here are they that kept the commandments of God and had the faith of Jesus, or Yash, uh, 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 Emmanuel, or whatever, Yahshua, Mahamashiach, whatever name, but the word of God. You believed it in the word of God in the flesh, that the word of God in the flesh died for your sins. Father, we thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you. I thank you for this day that thou hast blessed us. Now, Father, I ask you to move in a special way. God, that somebody hear the word and have a mindset to want to be obedient to the word. God, that they may walk in righteousness. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's sake, I pray. Amen and amen. Believers, let me say this right quick before we go on there. Don't get hoodwinked. If you don't understand, you can call Brother Ware and we can discuss the scripture at 404-293-7557. Not that I know everything, but I sure can discuss the commandments of God with you. Okay, that's 404 293-7557. All right? And and then, guess what? To those of you that got, that got plenty of time on your hand, you want to hear other sermons, visit our website at uh, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you, to see 
you visiting and, and checking out what we got online and any other way that we can be a blessing to cause you to grow in the Lord. Trust me, we are there to try to get you to do. No, we don't have all the answers, but we do have Christ. And long as I have Christ, he is enough to direct, to lead, to guide, and for you to be delivered. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And we would love to meet some of you uh, in East Point that's been seen. Now, you was going to meet Brother Ware and some of you I hadn't seen in I don't know how long. I would love for you to come up, come out that night, uh, Friday night or uh, that morning at 12 noon. So to those of you that say you don't like to drive at night, no problem. Come to our 12 noon service, and I promise you it will be a blessing. All right? Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.